Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Friday, August 11th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. Russian strikes on civilian buildings in the Ukrainian city of Zaporizhzhia have resulted in the deaths of at least four people and injuries to roughly two dozen others within a 24-hour period. The attack targeted a hotel that is popular among journalists and international aid workers. On Thursday evening, one person was killed and at least 16 were injured in the strike. The United Nations has condemned these back-to-back attacks stating that they are part of a Russian campaign of assaults that have reached unprecedented levels. This strike occurred almost exactly 24 hours after another Russian attack in a residential area of the city. In other news, the conflict in Sudan's capital has caused the country's already struggling education system to collapse. Many schools have been forced to shut down or repurpose to accommodate displaced people, and most national end-of-year exams have been canceled. The United Nations has expressed concern that many children will have no access to education in the upcoming academic year and may be vulnerable to child labor and abuse. The number of children out of school has risen to 9 million from 6.9 million. Over 1 million school-aged children have been displaced, and at least 10.4 thousand schools have been closed since the fighting began. Meanwhile, A light aircraft made an emergency landing on a busy road in Gloucestershire due to a suspected engine failure. The plane was able to land safely on the A40 Golden Valley Bypass near Cheltenham, and fortunately, no one was injured. The road was closed for over two hours, but has since reopened. The Air Accidents Investigation Branch has initiated an investigation into the incident, and a specialist aircraft recovery service will retrieve the plane, which has been moved to a layby. In another development, Israeli forces have fatally shot and killed a Palestinian militant in the occupied West Bank. This incident comes amid tensions surrounding Israel's ongoing raids into Palestinian areas and the recent release to house arrest of a Jewish settler who was accused of involvement in the killing of a 19-year-old Palestinian man last week. According to Israel, most of the 27 people killed in Palestinian attacks this year have been militants. Israel has been conducting near-nightly incursions into Palestinian areas to dismantle militant networks and prevent future attacks. Ukrainian authorities have issued an evacuation order for nearly 12,000 civilians from 37 towns and villages in the Kharkiv region. Reports suggest that Russian forces are intensifying their efforts to breach the front lines. Residents in the region have been instructed to comply with the evacuation order or sign a document acknowledging that they will remain at their own risk. Additionally, Russian air defense systems have shot down two drones heading towards Moscow for the second consecutive day. In support of Ukraine's counteroffensive, the Pentagon will provide an additional $200 million in weapons and ammunition. In a positive development, four U.S. dual citizens who were detained by Iran have been released from Tehran's even prison and are now under house arrest. A lawyer for one of the detainees hopes that this is a step towards their eventual departure from the Islamic Republic.
This move could potentially ease tensions between the United States and Iran, although the two nations remain at odds on various issues, including the Iranian nuclear program and Tehran's support for Shiite militias in countries like Iraq and Lebanon. Meanwhile, Turkey's defense ministry has reported that six soldiers were killed in attacks by Kurdish fighters in northern Iraq. In response, retaliatory airstrikes were carried out, resulting in the deaths of four members of the outlawed Kurdistan Workers' Party. This violence is the latest escalation in the ongoing conflict between Turkey and Kurdish fighters. Turkey considers the PKK a terrorist organization and maintains troops in a border region in Iraq, regularly targeting what it claims are PKK positions. Lastly, an attack on a military bus in Syria's east has claimed the lives of 23 government troops and left over 10 wounded. The Islamic State group is believed to be responsible for the attack. Since losing its last territory in eastern Syria in 2019, the group has operated sleeper cells and gone underground. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights has described this attack as the deadliest so far this year by the Islamic State. The group recently announced Abu Hafs al-Hashimi al-Qureshi as its new leader, although there has been no immediate claim of responsibility for this incident, and further details are currently unavailable. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, daily science news, and daily lifestyle news. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.